Welcome to the second daily takeaway coming to you from La Rochelle en France. Uh, the tech, which has been fantastic, that's allowed us to do a radio show from a hotel room in France on this final day now is just giving up the ghost. I can't hear anything. I just shout as loud as I can opposite Richie with headphones on. And to be clear, that's not the tech that's allowing us to broadcast back to the United Kingdom. This is the actual tech that we've brought out of the Absolute Radio studios. It's all literally falling apart. So before things descend into complete farce, let's get on with the show, live from La Rochelle. Song à la maison Avec Bush et Richie so day one yesterday, uh, you would have heard, uh, you may remember, about the drama of just getting out here with uh, Bush and his COVID passport incident at keep, St Pancras. Keep having flashbacks. <laughs> but we're here, we're both safe and sound. But something happened to me uh, earlier on today, which meant that going home would have been quite some problem. You know that faux leather bum bag that you so kindly ordered me uh, in time for this trip out here? And it's and it's served you very well, I believe, so far. You've been walking around with it on. I have indeed. It has served me well. Thank you very much. Please don't take it personally when I left it in the taxi on the way back home today. Oh, was, was that the furore? I went upstairs with my sandwiches and I, and I sensed a furore, but I was so hungry, I just went upstairs and ate a baguette in my hotel room. So we had been into La Rochelle this morning to uh, experience some more of the uh, the town that Tricolor told us all about. And as we were making our way back to the hotel for the show this afternoon, uh, we'd gone to uh, the supermarket, Le Carrefour. I wonder whether they have a mobile phone network. Probably not as good as ours. Yeah. Um, and uh, got back to the hotel, got me... A supermarket bag of provisions for the afternoon uh, and got inside and then suddenly realised, hang on a sec, where's the faux leather bum bag that contains my wallet and my passport? Wow, so you that could have been a disaster. You could have been, tra- even though La Rochelle's lovely, you, you wouldn't have, I, I couldn't get here and yeah. then you couldn't get back. No, taxi driver had driven off. <laughs> I've just stood there in reception thinking, no, 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 this is an absolute disaster. Why, why? At least at least I've got roaming data to be able to cancel all my credit cards and debit cards. But how am I going to get home? But why are you carrying your passport around with you? Why, why are you doing that? When, <laughs> when I'm abroad, I like to make sure I've always got uh, my wallet and passport on me. You just never know who's cleaning your room, do you? Wallet and passport. This has been a theme that's gone right the way through this trip so far. Is you're very suspicious of hotel rooms. You said earlier on, just have a safe. <laughs> All my stuff's just on the bed. If they want to nick my kit and, and assume my identity... Fair luck, you know. Fair place, you mate. Go for it. Now, in fairness, we had uh, the the business card of the taxi driver who had just driven us off. Every time someone's dropped us back from La Rochelle, they realise, oh, this is quite some fare. Five gentlemen, all this kind of thing. I'll see if they want some more taxi rides. So we rang back Emmanuel, and he returned within around about seven minutes. Not that I was counting with the faux leather bag. So disaster averted. But oh my goodness, I think that took a couple of years of my life. It is one. This is how. The panic that I had on the way out here when stuff starts to go wrong on holiday. Mm. It's just an absolute nightmare. Now, this doesn't necessarily have to have been a holiday incident, but if you have ever left something on public transport in any way, shape or form, we want to hear what it was and where it was. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Can I just say as well, I mean, obviously you were a little bit reluctant to wear the uh, the bum bag that we bought for you, because it does have tassels on it. It's an unlucky one now. Well, you know, if you're if there's a load of bum bags knocking around, you're trying to describe it, at least it's unique. <laughs> You'll know which one you're talking about. It's a very, very good point. And you won't want that in the cab for long, that's for sure. 
sure. <laughs> uh, thankfully, uh, the taxi driver did drive back with it. Stuart says, my wedding photos. I was very lucky that the guy who found them from Southwest Trains turned detective, worked out where we got married, called them, got a contact number. What a legend. Good on him. Uh, a couple of people are mucking around on this. I'm going to be honest with you. At Absolute Radio on Twitter, Bernard says, uh, my dignity. <laughs> and uh, louder than Satan on oh, Twitter. Yeah. So there's a, there's a, a key, a warning sign, a red flag is in the name. Uh, he left his virginity uh, right. on the back of the 71 bus in Folkestone. Thank you, Satan. Thank uh, you. Daniel says, I left my umbrella on the tube. When I phoned the tube station, they said, we don't have it, I'm afraid. We only have a woman's umbrella. Suffice to say, that actually was mine. <laughs> Slap in the face. Katie says, my ex left his glasses on a plane when we arrived in Austria. Oh. Had to find an English-speaking optician just to get a new pair of glasses to continue the holiday. This is so weird. I- I've been worrying about what if my glasses break yeah that when we're here what do you do <laughs> i have to go to an optician oh, the, around with you one, one other thing i was just gonna ask you did you tip him when he came back and gave you i your, did did you i oh, didn't know I you did, did. Oh, what was the going rate for that <laughs> i'm a reluctant tipper but the going rate then was whatever i had in my pockets how much it was about two euros fifty <laughs> two euros fifty for a round trip <laughs> uh, Tallulah says i left a guns and roses lithograph on the Night Train Home from the Gig. Now, Night Train is a Guns N' Roses song from the Appetite for Destruction album. Don't know whether she's done an accidental pun there. What's a lithograph, though? I don't even know what that is. Isn't that like a posh record? So well, apparently she had to do a shout back along the carriage and get the lithograph body surfed back to her Whoa. over the top of the crowd. They're a nice bunch of the Guns N' Roses fans, it seems. Uh, Catherine said, this is a bit different to a lithograph. Catherine said, I left my dad's ashes in the back of a taxi in Falkirk. Luckily, I realised as it was driving off and I chased it down. Oh, my word. That is a very, very lucky one. And then, Nate, how did you manage to do this? Managed to forget an IKEA bedside table on a train. Obviously, still boxed at the time. So, as I mentioned on yesterday's show, Richie's been walking around clutching the Tricolore GCSE French textbook like he's doing a health and safety inspection. <laughs> uh, so he's been very kind of belt and braces about the whole thing. Uh, this morning, uh, you decided that we were going to change tack slightly yeah. and uh, immerse ourselves even more in Tricolore and, and get public transport. And it panned out exactly how I expected it to. All right, then. So we're going we're gonna to get the, the bus. This is a deserted coastal path. Where is the bus stop? It's just me, you, and a load of seagulls <laughs> at the moment. Um, look, <laughs> we're informed there is a bus stop. Uh, oh, is it in the book? Is it in Tricolor? Going out, 98. Comment voyagez-vous? What's going on here? <laughs> He's on a penny farthing. I'm not going on a penny farthing. This is ridiculous. <laughs> no. News on voyager on autobus. Get your phone out. Oh, I'll have a little look. What we timetable? Can, yeah, we can roam, thanks to Tesco Mobile. All right, then. Excusez-moi, monsieur. No. <laughs> Brilliant. It's the one, 10.03. Here we go. He's doing thumbs up like a hitchhiker. Fair play, it arrived. Bonjour, monsieur. Bonjour. Cinq beaux hommes pour La Rochelle, s'il vous plaît. Très bien. Cinq. Oui. Deux. Trois. Quatre. Cinq. Cinq. Six. Cinquante, s'il vous plaît. Ah, oui. <laughs> Merci. Merci beaucoup, monsieur le chauffeur du bus. Well, you'd have to say that was a triumph. We're on. We're on a French bus. Yeah, it no, works. We, we are indeed, but this was six euros, my friend. That's a few more Cronenberg tonight. That's a good point. It may take us three and a half hours to get in, but we'll be saving <laughs> some cash. Cheers. And by the way, what did, you, what did you ask the guy? What did you say to him? Five tickets to La Rochelle. Five beautiful men to oh. La Rochelle. 
Well, there we go. A success. Just one more question, Columbo style here. Uh-huh. Um, what what exactly did your little robot say when we were getting on the bus? Oh, you just heard, heard it chirp at the end. I didn't did, you? didn't I? Yeah. I had to join in somehow with me French. <laughs> it just said, "Thank you very much, Mister Bus Driver." <laughs> But a, a couple who were clearly travelling from Sweden looked at me like I've got some kind of a problem. <laughs> a beginner's guide to La Rochelle. La Rochelle is the home of the current European rugby champion Stad Rochelet. They beat Leinster in this year's final to bring glory back to the rugby-mad coastal city. Stad Rochelet fans are curiously known as the Ferreros, after the similarly sounding Italian chocolates Ferrero Rocher. On their return with the trophy this year, fans pelted the open-top bus parade with the ambassador's favourite nutty truffles in a traditional show of affection. Now you know La Rochelle. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Hey, you're sweating cobs. We're sweating cobs with you. We're sat in producer Nick's uh, hotel room uh, doing this show for you live on laptops and a bit of tech wires all over the floor. Looks like uh, uh, backstage at uh, the uh, Royal Albert Hall here with all of Nick's wires and everything going on. Uh, it's fair to say it's an unusual hotel they've booked. It into. is. Uniquely French. It's a lovely hotel, but it's very unusual with the stuff that's in it. Uh, it's got a nautical theme because it's by the sea. Uh, everyone, all the staff and that uh, are wearing blue and white stripy sailor's tops. Yeah. So I feel like I'm walking around in Jean-Paul Gaultier's imagination. <laughs> but the weird thing is, in all of our rooms, we've all got this same one item, which is just bizarre. And every one of us has got an oar or a paddle yep. nailed to the side of the wall. No explanation for it at all, but it's just there. Every time I go to the loo, go around that little corner there... I'm always looking at a paddle or an oar. And the bizarre thing about it is it's it's no use whatsoever. Say, for example, there was a really, really, really high tide. Really high tide. Here at La Rochelle. <laughs> it's not as if you can get an emergency oar or paddle off your bedroom wall. <laughs> it's completely fixed there. All it's got in it are some hooks for you to hang a dressing gown on. It's bizarre, isn't it? Really yeah. bizarre. So you've got an oar over there and just behind my head here, we've got a lobster pot with a light in it. <laughs> Don't get us started on it. Don't get us started. But it's a weird thing that you find in a hotel room. And uh, we wanted to use this little bit of the show just to ask you if you've ever found anything weird in a hotel room do tell us about it on home time this evening uh, chris watts says listen to this this is the one to beat he says uh i found an old lady in the wardrobe <laughs> carry on a, a b&b in borton on the water had rooms joined by the wardrobe opened our side to put something in and there was a pair <laughs> there was a pensioner staring back at me <laughs> apparently the back of her wardrobe had fallen off and it was like a strange narnia it's amazing, but just stop for a second and think just of the chances of them both opening their wardrobes and exploring at the same time. I know. You know. It could have been a completely different story if the old lady wasn't also exploring her wardrobe at that time. She must have thought she was quids in with her version of Narnia. Not so much for Chris. Uh, John's got in touch. It's more of a uh, story of something that wasn't in the hotel room. A ceiling oh. uh, in the bathroom of a beach villa in Sri Lanka. Just a net instead to stop things from falling in. Didn't stop insects getting in, but luckily the big spiders there ate them all. Oh my lord. Any, any hotel that mucks about with doing like windows into the bathroom. <laughs> you, you, people have stayed at these places yep. before. It's just an absolute nightmare. You have to say you're going to go and speak to reception with a paper under your arm, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, Wardle on Twitter says that's just a giant spoon. That's not a giant spoon. <laughs> it really wasn't. That's not a giant spoon. But we're asking you if you ever have found something unusual in a hotel room. Uh, Amy says she got into uh, a hotel room and found underneath the bed a shriveled whole potato underneath the bed now I, I just need to come back to something that you were accusing me of earlier on the show 
if Amy's found a shriveled whole potato under the bed, that says that that room has not been cleaned, all right? Right. And you were saying to me earlier that I am overly suspicious of hotel staff. That shows, all right? That shows that sometimes they probably weren't looking underneath Amy's bed. They're probably looking for her passport and purse. Some, what's happened to you? Something's happened to you in the past. <laughs> Inherently suspicious. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. Uh, Sarah says, uh, sent us a photo, this red leather tongue-shaped thing on the hotel room wall in Newcastle. It is by far the weirdest thing I've ever found in a hotel. And she's right, it looks like a normal hotel room on the wall, but there's a red tongue coming out. It's really weird, because if you didn't know, we're taking her for, for you know, for verbatim here. Yep. If you didn't know that wasn't leather, you'd think, oh, that's maybe like a historical ashtray or something. <laughs> but no one taps a fag into leather. Let that be the motto of tonight's show. <laughs> no one taps a fag into leather. Uh, we've been using uh, a combination of the Tricolor book to get us around La Rochelle, and at the times that that has failed, uh, which has been quite often... Well, what, what year was it printed, Richie? I found that it was printed in 1980. Brilliant. Good to have some up-to-date uh, intel, <laughs> as we had here. Thanks to Tesco Mobile, uh, we're able to roam for free out here, so uh, Bush has been uh, dipping into his phone uh, to help things as well. Earlier on on the show, you would have heard that we took a bus into La Rochelle, uh, primarily to get some gifts for the loved ones. But how did we get on? Merci. Au revoir. We made it. Fair enough. That was, that was an all right bus journey, but that was long. It was, it was longer, a long trip. It was longer than I understood from the receptionist, but maybe that was my French. But I got told that was going to be 40 minutes. That was an hour. Well, let's get ourselves into the market and get haggling. According to the map... I've got a map. Well, the map's on here. Well, there's a map in the book. Well, the phone hasn't lied so far. Fair enough. Either way, the market's supposed to be here, which seems to suggest that it's packed up and gone. After an hour on the bus, especially for it. That is so home time show. <laughs> it's gone. Let's ask around. Pardon? Où est le market? Over there? That way? No? Oh. OK, merci, merci. Pardon, où est la market? I don't know, I didn't understand what they were saying back. I did see a tobacco souvenir shop just down there. Is that where we're at now? <laughs> a news agent? <laughs> go on then, let's go and have a look at it. 10-hour journey to get here, and you want to walk around a newsagent's. That's it. That's what, That was the shopping trip today in terms of presents we got for the kids around a newsagent's. No, well, the, the hope was that there would still be a market there. By the way, um, I mean, your French is so bad. You were yeah. going around asking, the, I couldn't hear what they were saying back to you. Only hearing back on the tape there, they were saying the market is not there anymore. Oh, is that what they were saying? I had yeah. no idea. <laughs> Useless. I think I should have said Marche. Is Marche market? <laughs> I haven't really learned anything in my time here, to be honest with you. I'm getting worse. I'm regressing. Uh, thanks to you, one of the Home Time listeners, who called in last week telling us about places that they'd been to uh, in La Rochelle. We went to a fantastic little restaurant. Unusual place. Can't remember the name of it. What was it called, that place now? What was it called? Frank Franco's? Something like that? I can't remember the name of it, but it did have... Underwear hanging from the ceiling. Underwear hanging from the ceiling all over the place. Uh, they were all dressed as old ladies, mm -hmm. uh, all, all the staff and everything as well. And then the weirdest bit of it all, we had a lovely meal. And I don't know if this is a general French thing, culture thing at the end of a meal, but um, they came around with like a, 
like a water bag, water leather water sack. Yeah. A little bit like your bum bag, yes. but, but with like booze in it. But proper leather and without the tassels. Yeah, someone you might take on the Wild West if you're on a horse. And then they proceeded to try and pour it in your mouth. So they, I, I was first. I didn't understand what he said. He said, open your mouth. And then he just started pouring this stuff and it didn't stop. I was being waterboarded by this French guy. It concerned me how willingly um, when someone says to you, open your mouth, you just opened it and didn't question. I know, that's it. It's uh, badly trained. But I, I feel like Gaz is scoring against Scotland. <laughs> Weirdest thing. It was exactly like that. Uh, and like, you, you didn't stop in time and it went down your front. And then he turns to me and goes, do you want some, sir? Absolutely no way, thank you well, very uh, much. Apparently, the rule is, if you're going to go to this restaurant or any other French places where they do this, you've got to put your hand up to say stop. But I didn't realise that, so I had, like, speckled stuff all over my shirt for the rest of the evening and looked like but I'd had a right old rum night out. A beginner's guide to La Rochelle. Did you know the English textbook equivalent of Tricolore in France is called Hello, Mate, and focuses on the British town of Taunton? Central characters Nathan and Linda, with their children Keely and Kai, have a series of learning adventures such as Banned from the Local Swimming Pool and Mackie D's Truancy Tuesday. Now you know La Rochelle. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. If it wasn't hot enough sat in producer Nick's hotel room altogether, <laughs> we've decided to take things to the next level and do the final hour of the show from the beach across the road from the hotel. It is quite fitting because it is the final unit in our Tricolore book that has been the guide to our two days here in La Rochelle. Oh. Uh, unit 14, page 116, holiday plans. <laughs> and what better guide to be sur la plage a La Rochelle, my friends. Let's start uh, with dealing with the outfits that they've bought for us to wear. Um, producer Philip just said that we look like we were working for La Rochelle Burger. We've got baseball caps with La Rochelle on it, T-shirts with La Rochelle, swimming trunks. The whole, you've got some sliders on. Yeah, now I think you've done better on that because you're, we were discussing, you know, we've been discussing uh, over the last couple of days how to wear socks whilst, uh, you know, out and about with shorts yeah. on. I've got my sliders on. You've got trainers on. I think you've won because the sand is so hot. It is, you know, always every year, even if you go abroad or whatever, it always it's always surprised by how hot sand is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we should know by now. We still run across it going, oh, oh, ah. I tell you what, though, anyone who's walking by here going to and from the little bar on this beautiful golden sanded beach we're still on, they all know we're Brits. They can tell we're Brits from a mile off. <laughs> yeah. We exude Brit. And we've also got massive, big purple Absolute Radio logos on our microphones, so they very much know where we're from. One other question before we get this going yeah. are you creamed up my friend that's a personal question <laughs> <laughs> if you need some help i'll get a modesty towel and i'll sort you out again that's a little unsettling let's just have a nice time on the beach and not get into that shall we uh seemed like a good idea at the time when <laughs> sweating cobs now absolutely sweating cobs uh, one thing i've got to say obviously there's a beach bar over there and there's there's local la, Ro la rochellians going to and from the sea yeah um there's just something about being... I don't know what it is, something about being British, but you can just tell a mile off. They all look the part, don't they? They've got the tan, yep. the physique for it, the yep. kit, the outfits, the sliders. And then me and you look like um, we work at a drive through Well, I think we go back to what we were saying about five minutes ago. Nobody else is walking down this beach wearing a baseball bat that says La Rochelle on it uh, and a T-shirt that says La Rochelle Original City on it. I mean, we look like a pair of idiots. Have we, have we gone too much? Is it too much? <laughs> I think we have. Gone a bit too strong. I've been reading that final unit that uh, talks about uh, holidays in France. Uh, apparently, uh, people in France, they go on holiday for four weeks at a time over the summer. Oh, my God. Words. I know. Need a bit of that. Couple of weeks' time, this beach here in La Rochelle is going to be busy with everyone playing games like Scatch. Have you played Scatch before? 
Scadge sounds like someone that you might not be safe to search for at work. <laughs> no, Scadge is the game where you have these Velcro paddles uh, with a small tennis ball that sticks to the paddle. You, you'll probably be able to, you know, hear it there. Oh, yeah, so I will throw it to you, this Velcro ball. You'll have to catch it with the pad. This is the exact noise my shorts have been uh, making when I've been getting them off in this heat. Right, so go on. Uh, if I run really far, do you reckon you can hit one to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm going to go quite so is far. Is this going to be like some sort of a quarterback okay. American football pass? Here we go. Here we go. This, right. is, this is what it's all about. First time UK radio ever has had live scatch on the radio. Here we go. It's coming at you. Three, two, one. Oh, no, wrong side of the bat. I used you the idiot. wrong side of the bat. I'm the scatch man. <laughs> right, it's coming back at you. Okay. Three, two, one. Hey, got it! That's a scatch! Scatch! Right, back at you. This one's coming fast. Three, two, one. Oh! oh scatch! Rim of the bat. One more, I'm gonna go as far one as I can. One more, he's going further. Scatch! Hey! Gotcha! Scatch! <laughs> What a triumph. When we launch a sixth Absolute Radio premium station, I'm sure it'll be a sports one. Absolute Radio Scatch. It's with a lump in my throat and a tear in my eye that we start this final piece live from La Rochelle, of course, on the beach. And it's been an emotional journey into the Tricolor GCSE French textbook. It really has. And being that you're stood here in netted beach shorts, I'm very glad that the lump is in your throat uh, <laughs> right now. Um, it's, oh uh, it's been, it, the, the last two days has been great fun. The last two weeks has been great fun. Thank you so much to so many different people. Listener Jed, who randomly sent in that Tricolor book from clearing out his parents' attic. A tiny little moment of kindness that has just sparked off an amazing sequence of events that's led us to this beautiful beach in this beautiful city. Uh, thank you to Tesco Mobile uh, and their free roaming across 48 countries and more across Europe uh, this summer, which has enabled us to come out and do this, uh, to send five of you off out on holiday as well. But I would imagine, Bush, probably the three thank yous that we should make the most are to the following people. Uh, the three authors of Tricolor back from 1980, Sylvia Honor, Ron Holt and Heather Maskey-Taylor. Don't know where they all are now, but thank you so much. Little did you know when you were writing this textbook back in 1980 that it would send a half-rate radio show to La Rochelle in 2022. Uh, we will be back next week sweating cobs with the rest of you in terra firma. Uh, check out all the videos that we've been doing whilst we've been here. Huge thank you to the people of La Rochelle at Absolute Radio. This has been Home Time from La Rochelle. It's not a jolly. A beginner's guide to La Rochelle. <laughs> La Rochelle is a famous start or finish point for many transatlantic sailing expeditions. It can take four weeks to sail across, two weeks if you're lucky with winds. Dame Ellen MacArthur's glorious Vendée Globe in the early noughties started and finished in La Rochelle. And a lesser known fact is that it was also Captain Pugwash's home port. His ship, known locally as Le Cochon Noir, was docked in the ancient port where they knew our hero as Captain Lavage de Carlan. Now you know La Rochelle. Sans à la maison avec Bouche et Richie. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all of your help uh, with the couple of weeks leading up to us going over to France, to La Rochelle, and making sure that we enjoyed the Tricolor textbook in all its glory. Uh, your suggestions, please, next week for what we should do with the Tricolor textbook when we bring it back to England. Anything we can do with it, home time at absoluteradio.co.uk. On that, where is it? Oh, that's a good point.